0: You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper.
1: Most of you have heard of Girls on the Run, that awesome Learn to Embrace Running and Yourself program that started here in Charlotte and now is an international program. You may or may not know there's a similar program for boys started by a Girls on the Run coach that's celebrating 13 years as an organization. It's called Let Me Run and has more than 50 chapters around the U.S. Their executive director is here on the Running Around Charlotte podcast to tell us about it. Welcome, Emily Battle of Let Me Run. How are you doing today?
2: I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Yes, and uh, DC's along for the ride. How are you doing, DC?
0: All good, sir. All good. And Emily, thanks so much for taking the time. We're glad you're able to make the schedule work so you get on the show.
1: Yeah. So, how would you get involved in running? First of all, let's let's start at the beginning. Oh, certainly
2: that. Go way back. Yeah. Um, I would say at first, I you know came to. Uh, to running as a byproduct of the other sports that I grew up playing. I um, you know, loved playing soccer as a kid, always just mm-hmm. one of the running around the neighborhood, you know, Friday night manhunt games in our neighborhood and um, just kind of, of loved the activity and, and going. But um, truthfully, I had uh, a good friend whose father was a big runner in middle school. Um, he did Boston Marathon each year and was trying to convince her um, once track started in seventh grade. kind of switch over and do that and i just kind of looked up to him and loved being around my friends so switched over to track um did track through through middle school and high school but all sprinting i didn't want to do anything you know the mile warm-up was too long so um you know it was kind of a a love hate for a bit and then post-college really got into long distance running and just kind of found You know, the beauty of of the peace that comes with running once you're in the world of work and stress and everything Mm -hmm. and found it as a a great relief. So um that's kind of that's been it over the past twenty years or so.
1: Just just curious where where did you grow up?
2: I grew up in Cape Cod, Massachusetts.
1: Oh wow. Um and so somebody has to do it, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. It's a pretty (laughs) idyllic. (laughs) Yeah, idyllic small town. you know, small town experience and, and a great that place is, to, to still call home and get back to.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you're you're still running today. You're involved in a group called Let Me Run. I've heard of it and talked to some folks about it. Um, but for those that don't know, tell us about Let Me Run and what your involvement is and, and, and what's going on
2: yeah, so let me run as as you mentioned, um, we are a, a character development and running program for boys in grades three through eight. Um, we are a national program and headquartered here in Charlotte. And really, um, we use running as our medium mm-hmm. through which we teach boys kind of critical life skills to foster and maintain their social, emotional, and physical health. Um, so we run typically as an after school program. Mm-hmm. Um, through partnerships with elementary and middle schools all over the country. And, um, you know, really, in many ways, the program was created to kind of help fight some of the societal stereotypes that are often put on young boys as they grow up. And again, kind of what I mentioned with with my love of running, you know, helping them find that link between um, a healthy mental and emotional state while enjoying the benefits of, of physical health and activity through running. So, um, we have a typically a fall and a spring season, um, and both of those, the boys are led through, um, a very detailed lesson curriculum. They meet twice a week for seven weeks. And then they also build up to run a 5k at the end of it, kind of to celebrate their mm-hmm. personal achievement and, and fitness by that point.
1: That's
0: great. And how did you come at how did you come about Charlotte, and how did you come about being the executive director of the program?
2: So, we came about Charlotte when um, we kind of got the the boot from New York City, as many folks do, um, (laughs) after living there for about ten years. um, And my husband and I kind of just got got tired of a little bit of the rat race, um, and we were starting our family. And Charlotte just felt like a great fit. Um, we were both Tar Heels, and so um, we had a good connection to the area. And um, you know, for many years, I actually stayed with my running base job in New York, um, but knew that I wanted to get involved here locally in Charlotte and find something that really spoke to me. And you know, just fortuitous timing that as I really felt ready to make that jump, Let Me Run was looking for a new executive director, and kind of my background and interest between public health and having worked, um, for running organization and my role specifically there focused a bit on youth programming. Um, you know, that really lined up so well with what Let Me Run was looking for. And I just felt a connection to our mission. Um, it probably didn't hurt that I had just had, um, uh, my own son. And so, um, I had a six month old at home and kind of looking at, looking at Mm -hmm. him of, how do I raise him in this world just as we looked at our daughter, you know, to, to be healthy and to be confident and to mm-hmm. um, kind of have their own emotional toolkit to get through the challenges that life will throw at them. And so um, Let Me Run just just spoke to me from that regard yeah. as well.
0: And re- and related to those challenges, we, and you and I spoke about this in, a, in another forum, uh, that now and all of the challenges both both you know emotionally and physically and spiritually and every other lead that you could possibly think of uh that kids have faced in the last, well, let's just call it the last year. Uh mm-hmm. a program like Let Me Run couldn't possibly be uh more important right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we all know, you know, these kids, boys and girls have just faced these sudden changes to their social mm-hmm. lives and their daily routine and, you know, from friends and to greater challenges of food insecurity and access to education and their Mm -hmm. personal safety, you know, that the challenges like this that can create feelings of fear and stress and anxiety and have already been proven to really have long-term effects on these kids. Mm -hmm. And so we really do feel like, you know, how do we get programs like let me run into the communities and into the schools even more because what we teach through our curriculum um, is to help boys create those connections um, and feel that connectiveness to each other that they haven't felt, you know, in in a year now. Um, But also more than that, to have, and I kind of mentioned the, you know, almost emotional toolkit of how do they work through some of those feelings? How do they talk about them Um, and how do they process them in healthy ways so that, you know, what the word we use a lot around let me run is resilience. You know, and this is really one of those opportunities of of how do you teach resilience in a child, and how do you develop that um, and those coping skills, so that you know. I think sometimes, especially for boys and and men, talking about feelings and emotional vulnerability is is not something that comes easy, or society kind of tells them you know not to do. But um, how do we help them work through those things so that they can process what they're going through, and then really come back and feel that connection to one another, develop those friendships again, and just start to be a a kid and have fun again. Um, And certainly probably anyone listening to this podcast and, and you guys have, you know, certainly found that through running too, you know, that just getting out there and being active again, you know, how do we get them um, away from the screens that they've been (laughs) sitting at for the past year, um, you know, and, and running, decreases wow. symptoms of of depression and boost their self-esteem and boost their yeah. confidence and just get them out and, and going again. Um, so that's really what, what we strive to do with let me run mm-hmm. and why we're really hoping to, to come back strong in the fall. Um,
1: so, so your, your programs have been virtual, obviously for the last year or so, correct? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So our programs actually, um, really have, we've suspended our operations for the most yeah, yeah. part. Um, uh-huh because of the way we work we are one centralized organization Um, we have regions all over but we all operate together out of charlotte so we really made the call more for what was best suited for all of our regions Um, and so and we talked to boys parents and our participants um, and if they'd be interested in a virtual program and we overwhelmingly heard that no they they wouldn't be you know that for their boys (laughs) They needed that in person. They didn't need one more thing to yeah. sit in front of the computer. Um, they needed the peer interaction to actually mm-hmm. wanna get out and run. So um, so we've had some other offerings, kind of at-home workouts. We've done some virtual 5Ks and mm-hmm. given the boys virtual training, um, but we have not actually operated our program in an alternate format. So we're very excited then to do so in the fall. And we are also Boy. having our summer camps. Um, as kind of a, a precursor to the fall season as well.
1: That's great. And tell us about mm-hmm. the the summer camps.
2: Yeah, so the summer camps is um, is a little different format, um, and I think kind of a an awesome alternative. It's a one week half day mm-hmm. um, summer camp just kind of in in the morning. And each day is a different experience and we bring in, um, there's a different theme and a different speaker. So Mm -hmm. one day is about overcoming challenges and we often have a challenged athlete who comes out and talks about their experience and how they got to where they are. Um, One day we talk about community and we do a community service project. It's often cleaning up um, the Sugar Creek Greenway and the stream there. Um, you know, we'll do one day about kind of self-expression and have someone come out to, you know, do some art and kind of performance, um, and public speaking. We do a very in-depth running clinic and running form. So, and then each day obviously has a good running portion of it as well. And then they end with kind of an amazing race type style where they all work together and go through different challenges and, you know, get time added or taken away, depending on how they complete the challenge together. So just a fun way to get them out there, um, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a, a different experience than our typical program, so it's a nice balance, I think.
0: Right, because because the rest of the program runs semester to semester. Yes. So this is yeah. a very cool introduction to uh, Let Me Run Programming. Uh, how does someone find out about it, and is registration already open for the summer camp and or the uh, fall programming?
2: Um, So it's definitely open for summer camp. It's actually also open for spring break camp, if there are any parents Ah, still looking for an upcoming, um, you know, something to do with Mm -hmm. them that week. Um, And you can find it on our website, which is letmerun.org. And we will be opening for fall registration, um, most likely in the early summer time period. Um, But uh, summer camp and spring break camp are open right now on the website.
0: That's awesome. And and I don't know if you covered this with that. Is this the first time or, or is this a, uh, been in the in the works for a long time with the uh, the summer camp and the spring break camp?
2: So first time for the spring break camp, actually, okay. and, and hopefully, you mm-hmm. know, first of, of many. Um, but we have been doing the summer camp for most of the past few years. Um, we usually and we have two yeah. offerings for the summer camp. There's a June session and an August session. So, um, but we're hoping to to grow that to spread down to South Carolina, kind of the mm-hmm. Rock Hill, Fort Mill area. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, and hopefully we'll just keep adding teams around the city as well for for the spring break camps and summer camps.
1: Uh, this, this is directed at a at, at a certain age group. So, when you say for boys, tell us what the age group uh, range is.
2: Great question because actually for spring break camp, we are um, doing something a a little more radical where we've actually opened it to boys and girls um, for spring break camp. And really we have done that because, just because we know right now it's a difficult time, it's a really difficult time for Mm -hmm. families. And so we just wanna offer this to anyone who wants to sign up to get their kids active and moving this spring. and so that is unique just for spring break camp. And it's mm-hmm. for just for grades four through six summer mm-hmm. camp. And then certainly our program always going forward, um, is boys only. And summer camp is grades three through eight, just like our regular fall and spring program are so spring break camps, just a little bit different, just as something, uh, a unique offering for this year. Mm-hmm.
0: That is a unique offering. Very That's cool. Awesome. Great idea too. <laughs> great idea too
1: well if you had to look forward i i know from experience or from talking to you in the past you're you're not someone who just wants to come in and maintain a program like is there something that that is um that, that that you have in terms of your vision for what this could become for the potential of um let me run that that you that you would like to see come to fruition in in the next couple of years is is, tell us about what what your goal is in terms of not necessarily growth but just uh, whether it's programming or anything else that that might take let me run to it to another level
2: yeah um so i think the the first thing and a big focus of ours always is just um increasing the accessibility to our program. Mm-hmm. So we are a, um, a paid program and we have a registration fee. And while we've been fortunate to say that we've never had to turn a boy away, um, I do think that is going to continue to get more difficult, especially after COVID as we expect um, the need for financial assistance to increase. And so mm-hmm. I think it's a constant um, challenge for us and a constant part of the conversation of um, how do we, open our doors so that anyone can participate, but it's, I'd like to see it more program-wide that we really have when we're trying to build up kind of a national scholarship fund and almost endowment that we can not only bring individual boys in who may, you know, be at a, a school or a site, and they may be one of just a few who need some financial assistance, but even more so, how do we get into communities and schools that, The whole school needs that support you know and that Mm -hmm. it's just the school can't come on without that and i think a lot of that is our responsibility as an organization to provide that for them so that they have the access to it um so that would be certainly um one goal that we're working toward and the second i think is just to continue um to really become part of the dialogue that has picked up in the past couple years about boyhood and development and masculinity um and to really get into school districts more so um, you know we have great relationships with our partner schools and we've been so fortunate but i would say one of our challenges has really been to get in on a more systemic level um and i think that is a huge thing we would like to do is to just see the adoption of the program and even more so the adoption of The idea behind what we do um, Mm -hmm. for people to understand and agree with and um, with our programming from the mission and kind of principle standpoint. Mm -hmm. So I think those are the two things that are really hopefully going to drive us um, over the next, let's say, three to five years.
0: Yeah, and that but, third goal of being on this show box checked. Exactly. So I mean, that, that's <laughs> yeah. done
2: already.
0: That was an easy. Yeah. off to a good
2: start. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's why there are only two goals left because the third one's exactly. taken care of. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we 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 checked that one off for you. um So, you know what? Not not that we, um not that this was part of the agenda when. um when we got together for this podcast, but if there are those out there who would like to um, fund a scholarship or offer some sort of financial assistance or whatever, I'd love to take an opportunity to try to open that door for someone. Is there a place that they can go that's easy and click and make a donation to a scholarship fund? Um, And could you share that with us?
2: Yeah, so on our our website, let me run.org, there's a, a very clear donate button, and they can um, do that, and they can earmark it um, for scholarship, and that would be be great. And sometimes, um, you know, depending if they'd like to give to a certain region scholarship, or you know, go so far as to say I want this to go to my son's school or such, they can always specify that as well. But going to the yeah. website is certainly the best one. And then we're also hoping, you know, this potentially this spring um, to have another virtual 5k so folks keep an eye out for that Um, we welcome you know certainly kind of our primary audience is always trying to get boys out and and running but families community members everyone we'd love to have get involved so um, it's not open yet but it will be coming your way and so we can um, hopefully get that message out to folks too
0: thank you that sounds like uh that sounds like four goals (laughs) (laughs) so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a lot going on, Emily Battle, a lot yeah. going on, my friend. It's a lot nice going to on. Talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank, we'll thank, thank you guys. so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for rearranging your schedule and taking the time to be on the show. Uh, like you said, you know, being part of the conversation is uh, it, it's part of it, right? And mm-hmm. we were glad that you were able to make the time to talk with us today about Let Me Run. and. Like I said, if you want to find out more about the program, sign up for the uh, spring break co-ed opportunity uh, camp or find out more about summer camp or find out more about potential uh, registration for the fall and for the opportunity to donate. If you'd like to do so to Let Me Run, you can find it all at letmerun.org fantastic thank you
2: and oh, also if anyone wants to coach because yeah. coaches, oh, yeah. coaches are the backbone
0: that is right all always right. room for that right always exactly. room for that all right Emily thanks so much
2: well thank you guys it was great to, to finally see put some faces to names as well so all thank right. you guys for having me
0: <laughs> all, all right. right thank you Emily <laughs> the running around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes every week.